Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News, Wednesday, October 13th, 2021. Stand up for your country and stand up for your wallet. Now, today we are going to tell you about your money and how it is disappearing and why. And it's an important broadcast, so I hope you'll stay with us for the entire time. So President Biden had an interesting thing on his schedule today. Uh, It's a 145 meeting with senior officials and stakeholders. I don't know what that means, stakeholders, to discuss collective efforts to address global transportation supply chain bottlenecks. Okay, Um, and then he delivered remarks on these efforts, and he's going to basically do something to get the ships into port in Los Angeles and Long Beach, California, and then get the truck drivers to drive into the ports to pick up the stuff and deliver it to the stores all around the country, because that is not happening uh, at the rate it should now. Now, we have told you that Christmas shopping is going to be a challenge, to say the least. We were way, way ahead of this story, and I'll prove it in a moment. Um, The reason the stock market is having such a hard time is because of this supply chain problem. So once the retailers and the manufacturers can't sell their stuff at the rate they used to, the profits go down, and so does Wall Street, and that's why you're seeing all the turbulence in the stock market. Now, this is right at Biden's doorstep because he has loaded up the regulations and the fuel price is so high that we, the people, are paying the price for his incompetence. It's as simple as that. Now, Trump, when he was in office, he was a pro-business guy. He took a lot of the regulations off. He kept the energy prices low, all right? And Biden comes in and does the exact opposite, regulates everything, and then drives the price of oil up to an absurd level in nine months. So you see what's happening here? Now, why can't the ships unload? They don't have people. People don't want to work. All right, why? Because they're getting money from the government, the pandemic money. And that helped them. They, a lot of people don't have to pay rent. And then there's the gig economy. So to get the check from uh, the federal government, the unemployment benefits, all that, and then they go out and they do something off the books. So they're not going to, you know, a truck driver is a hard job. You got to have a skill and it's, and it's hard physical labor. I don't want to do it. If you can drive a truck, you can make a lot of money. All right, so Biden has this meeting. It's a virtual meeting, which means there's nobody in the office. He's there. I don't know what they do. I don't really care what they do. Um, But he knows, Biden knows, that if people can't buy Christmas presents, he's going to take it right between the eyes. And his administration's tottering, which is why we're doing a special for BillOReilly.com Premium and Concierge members on October 21st. So that the administration, the Biden administration is on the edge. It would be amazing if it collapsed in a year, but it could. All right. Dallas, uh, Dallas, Rasmussen daily tracking poll. Forty three percent of likely U.S. voters approve of President Biden's job performance. All I have to say to them is wait till Christmas. 
and 56 disapprove. All right, we give you that every day. So we told you about a week ago about the Christmas problem. And we're going to open the BillOReilly.com Christmas store on Monday to help you out. Because we have great stuff and we don't have any supply problems because we stocked our warehouse well in advance. All right. And um, Christmas time buying season is usually from Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, until two or three days before Christmas Eve. Not now. Now you got to start today because the stuff is not going to be replenished. So if you want a special toy, if you want a special article of clothing, uh, you got to get it now. Or you're going to get hosed. You're not going to get it. Not in every case, but in a lot of them. So we told you that about a week, 10 days ago. Yesterday, Reuters, the wire service, runs a story and says that they talked to a senior White House official, won't identify the person, which always makes me a little suspect. Here's what Reuters wrote, quote, There will be things that people can't get, a senior White House official told Reuters when asking about holiday shopping. At the same time, a lot of these goods are hopefully substitutable by other things. I don't think there's any real reason to be panicked, but we all feel frustration and there's a certain need for patience to get through a relatively short period of time, unquote. So this is, this is rich. So I was ahead. I'm so proud of myself. I was ahead of this story by 10 days. Then I had a white house admitting, you're not going to get the stuff because the whole economy is tottering. We reported yesterday, 4.3 million people, Americans, quit their jobs in August. 4.3 million people quit. They don't want to work. It's too hard. They can get the government money. And they're thinking that the $3.5 trillion uh, bill, reconciliation bill, is going to pass. It's not. Not at that level. They're saying, oh, more is coming. More gravy's coming. I'm not going to have work. Okay? So the warning has gone out. Why has it gone out? Because... The White House knows Christmas is the most important time of year for Americans. And you can't get stuff, Biden's going to get blamed. And he should get blamed. It is his fault. I guess he'll try to blame Trump somehow. I don't, I don't know how they can do that. But remember, a lot of our things that we have in America are made overseas. Because it's cheaper to make them there. That's the bargain that we do. We get cheaper stuff and it's made overseas. Now, the overseas can't get it here. And then you had COVID and a pandemic and all of that, uh, you, you know, so it's a perfect storm. So there are a couple of sound bites I want to play. Uh, uh, the first one is about the supply chain itself. Go. Now, of course, think of the reasons, uh, some of these reasons for the current supply chain crisis. Lack of U.S. workers uh, in key areas, especially truck drivers, Sky-high energy costs uh, around the world, places like China actually restricting electricity, uh, sky-high shipping costs, uh, lack of containers, COVID restrictions around the world, particularly where they produce things that we buy, like China and Vietnam. It's vastly reduced their labor pool. And that's all accurate. So you can see what's coming. And again, when the companies make fewer sales, they make fewer profits. And one, once the profits decline in the USA, the stock market goes down. 
See how it's all linked together? So why would a president coming in off a COVID pandemic slap all these regulations, knock out the Keystone pipeline and give the energy companies a hard time? Why would you do that? And well, this is the result. Because Biden is clueless. He just can't do the job. Okay. Um, what about the workforce? Will it take? If the Biden administration succeeds in layering on four to five trillion dollars in additional entitlements and welfare without any workfare or education requirements, then this big government European style socialism will in fact provide incentives not to work. And that's exactly what's happening. The good news is if you want to work, you can make a lot more money now than you could a year ago. Well, if you want to work, you can make money. Because everybody I know, all small business people I know, they're looking for people. And they'll pay you more than they would a year ago. So I get a lot of mail from older people uh, about Social Security worries. Uh, first of all, um, the government has to pay Social Security and Medicare costs. We have paid into that. They have to pay it. So you don't worry about uh, the Democrats or the Republicans. That money is going to be paid. So everybody on Social Security is getting a 6% raise, 5.9%, a highest uh, in 39 years. So that raise is going to kick in this month. Um, and I guess you will see it in your check in January because they're behind. It takes a while to process. Okay, so that's good. But again, if you're a senior citizen, you get a 6% raise and you might have gotten out there and worked a little bit, maybe you won't now. That's okay. You deserve it. You've worked your whole life. And I'm going to deal with this uh, in the final thought today. All right, uh, taxes. So um, in the fiscal year 2021, which just ended on October 1st, the biggest one-year increase in tax revenues to Washington since 1977, Jimmy Carter. Okay? This is the big, most money in 44 years they've gotten. And almost all of it comes from corporations and the top 10% of wage earners. 80%. Wow. 80%. So you can see that we have a two-tier economic system in America. We have most people not paying federal income tax. They got to pay sales tax, property tax, they have a house and that, but not federal income tax. Most people don't pay it. All right. They're below the threshold. But uh, corporations and the affluent and now I'd much more. We're at the tipping point. So now people will start to take evasive action and corporations will start to take evasive action. That means they'll move out of states, high tax states. They might move out of the country to lower tax countries, establish headquarters there. There's a whole bunch of things you can do. But they want more, even though they have record amounts of money. $627 billion more in taxes this year than last year. I mean, it's astronomical. Okay? So, socialism. That's what they want. 
That's exactly what they want. And we got to stop them because that'll just sap initiative and the strongest economy the world has ever seen, which is us, will dissolve into chaos, economic chaos, if Pelosi and Schumer and Biden continue this madness. Okay, so they're not going to get the $3.5 trillion reconciliation bill passed. It's not going to happen. I think I'm going to make a prediction. It will go down to $2 trillion. Okay? And Pelosi, in particular, is furious about this. She wants the $3.5 trillion. Bernie Sanders wants it. All the socialists want it. So she yells at the media yesterday. This is amazing. Go. Well, I think you all could do a better job of selling it, to be very frank with you, because every time I come here, I go through the list. Family medical leave, climate, uh, the, the issues that are in there. And, um, but it is true. It is hard to break through when you have such a comprehensive package. Uh, but uh, as we narrow it down and, and put it out there, I think that it will. Um, for example, one of the things in the bill is the continuation of the Biden tax credit that is child tax credit that is in the um, was in the rescue package that has great appeal. OK, the key line there, in case you missed it, is that I wish you all could do a better job of selling it. Tell the media to sell the Democratic program. Why not? The media is for that. So she's just saying, come on. <laughs> All right, Vice President Harris, I don't hear much from her. She's kind of iced. You know, the Biden people don't like her. I've explained that in the past. Um, but she got out there yesterday on Columbus Day, Monday on Columbus Day. Um, and she's speaking at the National Congress of American Indians, 78th Annual Convention. And uh, here's what she said. Go. Those explorers ushered in a wave of devastation for tribal nations perpetrating violence, stealing land, and spreading disease. We must not shy away from this shameful past, and we must shed light on it and do everything we can to address the impact of the past on Native communities today. This woman, I mean, all right, so let me go over this. Now, you'll remember that I had a huge bestseller with Killing Crazy Horse, okay? And the book just continues to sell today. That and Killing Mob, I mean, are just phenomenons. So this is the best book ever written. I am so humble, aren't I humble? About Native Americans and what happened to them. There's never been a better book written about Native Americans than Killing Crazy Horse. We sent that book to a lot of Native American chiefs and they, and they all came back and said, it's an amazing book, because it's true. So the vice president of the United States says, those explorers, Columbus and the others, ushered in a wave of devastation for tribal nations. There were no tribal nations when Columbus and Pizarro and Balboa and all of them came over. There were no tribal nations. There were no nations at all. It would, there were tribes, but they hadn't established any kind of governments any kind of centrality. They were basically nomads. There were a few agricultural, but not many. They just went around where the food was. They weren't organized. They didn't have any hierarchy. It was like whoever the strongest guy is leads the pack. So there were no tribal nations. 
when the pilgrims came over, the Indians, Squanto in particular, helped them, helped them, the pilgrims. They, they wouldn't have survived in Massachusetts without the Indians because those Indian tribes were friendly. But there were other Indian tribes in New England, the Abenakis in particular, up in Maine, who would kill you and eat you. Okay? Now, Columbus, as we went over on Monday, he, he confronted both friendlies and cannibal Caribs who would kill him. So, yes, there was conflict. And as it evolved, Native Americans here on the mainland got hosed. They did. That's the truth. But it's not as cut and dried as the vice president thinks it is because she doesn't know anything about anything. They want to exploit every minority, and they certainly Native Americans are a minority in this country. They want to get them angry and make them victims. That's what the Democratic Party wants to do. Okay, big brawl in Florida. So uh, the governor of Florida uh, signed a law against mandates. Okay, so in Florida, it is illegal for Florida employees, and that includes county employees, to have a vaccination mandate. You can't have it in any county in Florida. So Governor Santa signed this law. It's Bill 2006. Well, Leon County, and that's Tallahassee, the capital of the state, all right, very liberal county. He says, no, 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 we're going to have the uh, vax mandate. So DeSantis turns around and says, okay, uh, you're violating Florida law. You are going to be fined $3,570,000, Leon County. $3,570,000. Leon County can't pay that. So DeSantis is trying to break them. Now, this is going to be an interesting court fight, but I think Leon County is going to lose. Because state of Florida has a right to pass that law. Now, state of Florida does not have a right to tell individual companies they can't have uh, vaccination mandates. But state employees, county employees, school employees, public school, anything that gets money from the state, they can. In Texas, we get the same brawl. So Governor Abbott has signed exactly the same law, and they did it in Montana, too, where you can't have a vax mandate, all right, if you're a state or county or city or town and you have workers. can't have it. But that extends in Texas to airlines which have the vaccination mandate, particularly Southwest and American. And now Abbott is trying to tell them you can't have it. If you're going to do business in Texas, Abbott's going to lose that. You're going to lose it in court because private companies can have vaccination mandates. So you keep your eye on both of those things. Um, tomorrow, I'm going to give you the COVID uh, case deal. And I think my prediction is coming true. I just want to give you an update on that. So the military vac situation Hundreds of thousands of military personnel have not been vaccinated, and they have to the end of November to do it. But Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin hasn't said what's going to happen if the military members don't get vaxxed. Now, this is national security. Okay, so here's my solution to this. You're going to have a number of military people who aren't going to get vaxxed. They're just not going to do it for one reason or another. 
So what I would do if I was a defense secretary would say, okay, if you do not take the vaccine, you have to wear a mask. No matter where you are in a military base or any military operation, you have to be masked and you have to get tested once a week for COVID. That's reasonable because unvaccinated people are far more likely to get a serious case of COVID than vaccine people. And you don't on military installations want this COVID merry-go-round. So if you're not going to get vaccinated, you got to wear the mask. Okay. And that protects you a little bit better. I know some of you don't believe that. I got it. Um, but I'm just going by the CDC recommendations. And then every week you got to get, I think that's a, a, a fair compromise for the military. So in the NBA, there's a guy named uh, Kyrie Irving. He's a guard. He plays for the uh, Brooklyn Nets. He makes $35 million a year. $35 million bucks a year this guy makes. Okay? He's not going to get the vax, he says. So the Nets said, okay, can't play. So they're not going to pay him. So he's losing $35 million plus endorsements because he won't get vaxxed. Let's see how that plays out. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller going to plead guilty. Uh, his lawyer said um, this case began with a call for accountability and Lieutenant Colonel Schiller will demonstrate to senior leadership how to accept accountability for his own actions. This is Tim Parlatori, one of Schiller's attorneys. Schiller's a stand-up guy. I think we all sympathize with him. He was correct. He said to uh, the Marine Corps that the Pentagon booted um, Afghanistan, and it did. He was right. He was honest. But you can't do that when you're an active duty officer. So Schiller's going to say, yeah, I did it. Uh, I violated the military code. I'm going to take my punishment. That's what you call a stand-up guy. So that's the latest on him. I don't think they're going to punish him um, severely. I hope not. All right, let's go uh, to John Gruden. We reported yesterday, and you know about it. Got a lot of ink. At, uh, the coach of the Las Vegas Raiders wrote some uh, offensive emails uh, about gays and blacks, and he's gone. In this society, in this country, you can't do that. Now, an offshoot of this story is, is very interesting. There's a guy named William Roden. He's a former New York Times reporter. He writes about sports. He's on some Internet thing. So he now says that we should hunt down, literally hunt down. Anybody involved with Gruden or anybody who's ever emailed anything in the sporting world and get rid of them. Let's get them. Now, this is what I've been telling you. This is witch hunting. All right. And they do this gender. They do this race. That it's, so road, yeah, let's go get them. We got to hunt them down. We got to get them. And I'm going, yeah, that's the way it should be. Right. So let's bring in a, a guy who is a fair man, I think. Uh, Jason Whitlock uh, is a host on Blaze TV. That's Beck. And he uh, joins us from Nashville, Tennessee. First of all, with Gruden himself, did he get what he deserved, in your opinion? Did Gruden get what he deserved? Uh, you know, probably not. I think the consequences were too stark for his crime. Uh, I think if you went through my emails, text messages, personal conversations, I've said many inappropriate things, uh, not all that unsimilar to Gruden, 
And so I, I would not want to be canceled uh, for okay. thought crime. Fair enough. But his uh, position of authority to run a football team with the majority of players African-American, he loses credibility in the area to manage them, does he not? I haven't heard that from any Las Vegas Raiders players. I've heard just the opposite, uh, that they had moved on. I don't think, it, Bill, you know, you played college football. I played college football. I grew up in locker room environments. Nothing Gruden said is all that unfamiliar in a locker room from coaches, players, whatever. Uh, you know, there have been some people performing in the media pretending like, oh, my God, John Gruden said DeMora Smith has big lips and, oh, my, I can't go on with life right now. My heart is heavy. I'm in tears. I'm crying. That's all fake BS. Uh, it's not a reflection of reality. Uh, much harsher things are said take it out of the locker room, just in real life, and people survive and move on. So I don't think he lost any credibility with, with players. You I think, think he, he lost credibility with national. Yeah, I, I don't know. No I mean, I know there were players who were angry, Keyshawn Johnson and, and things like that. But So you think this is a business Keyshawn Johnson decision. has a personal vendetta. Yeah, he doesn't like good. Excuse me. Sure. Yeah, Keyshawn Johnson has a has – a, vendetta against John Gruden because John Gruden let him go from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because the players in Tampa didn't want Keyshawn Johnson on the team anymore. Bill, all of this is a byproduct of a culture that has gone completely secular. And so forgiveness has been eliminated from American culture. No doubt about it. And we have a satanic secular culture that believes in retribution and vengeance. And what William Roden is talking about his retribution and vengeance for anybody associated with uh, John Gruden. And it's, it's, look, it's a satanic secular mindset. It's a mindset that doesn't lead America or any place to a better place. Eventually, Bill Roden, if he lives long enough, he'll get canceled because we all fall short. We all commit thought crimes. There's no leader from Abraham Lincoln to George Washington to JFK to Barack Obama, who hasn't committed a thought crime. Uh, and so none of us are qualified for leadership positions if, if this is the standard. Now, he attacked, uh, Gruden did, the commissioner, Goodell, Roger Goodell, of the NFL. Do you think that had anything to do with Gruden getting his head cut off so fast? Not really. I, I think if I, you know, it's on the list, but I would rank his criticism of Barack Obama and Joe Biden higher on the list. Uh, you know, at the highest level, the biggest crime he committed was using the F word and in any way offending the LGBT community or the, the alphabet mafia, as I call them. They're the most powerful force in America. If you offend them in any way, you get canceled. That's one of the brilliant things that Dave Chappelle pointed out in his last comedy routine, that uh, the rapper DaBaby shot and killed a black man inside of a Walmart, suffered no consequences to his career, didn't hurt his image at all. He criticized the LGBT community and his career is in shambles now. That tells you something about how our priorities are stacked right now in this country. The alphabet mafia is in control. They have power. And the media enables all this, which is why they have got control. Final question. Why didn't Chappelle get canceled by Netflix? 
And he came out pretty harsh against what you call the alphabet mafia. Uh, because right now there's no upside in canceling because Dave did that performance hoping they would cancel him. And I'm sure he told them that beforehand they're going to profit off Chappelle's deal. Uh, but if they cancel him, particularly immediately, Chappelle just wins even more. He rides off in the sunset as the bravest, most courageous uh, comedian of all time. He still is that based on the, his last performance, but they don't want to play into it right now by canceling because I just think it would only make him stronger. All right. It's a very good analysis, Jason. And we always appreciate you having uh, you coming on and talking to us. You are a stand up guy. Thanks again. Thank you, Bill. Hey, guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Now out to California, which is getting worse and worse and worse. So in San Francisco, five more Walgreens have closed. And that brings the number of Walgreens in the San Francisco area that have shuttered to 20. Why? Because thugs go in, steal everything in the Walgreens, and the authorities will not prosecute the thugs. We all understand. They go in, they take what they want. Security guards can't stop them. Nobody will arrest them. Nobody will prosecute them. So Walgreens says, we're just not going to do business in San Francisco. 22 stores. Okay, and this is what you call anarchy. That's what they have in San Francisco because they have far left people running the county and the city who don't want to prosecute crime. That's it. It's as simple as that. So there is a poll by the Silicon Valley Public Opinion people. All right. Conducted by Embold Research. Wow. Simple poll. Um, asked. Uh, I don't know, what did they ask? 1,600 registered voters in the Bay Area. Question, do you agree or disagree with the following statement? I am likely to move out of the Bay Area in the next few years. 56% say yes. 44% say no. Do you think that in the last five years, the quality of life in the Bay Area has gotten better, worse, or stayed the same? Better 11%. We're 71%. But if the election were held tomorrow, the same left-wing loons would be voted in. So how can you feel sorry for Bay Area people? I know there are good people there. And I know that most of them are going to move out. And it's one of the most beautiful places on earth. And you got to get out. 
This is not what America should be. And now we'll expend it to all of California. Again, I feel so, so I have so many friends in California. They have great lives. So Newsom signed uh, AB 101 into law last Friday. And it requires all California high school students to take ethnic studies in order to graduate. All of them. Okay, that means Catholic school, private school, got to take ethnic studies. And you know what ethnic studies are. That's critical race theory. That's white people are bad. Minority people are good. You got to take the course or you don't graduate. That alone, if I were a Californian, I'm gone. I'm gone. That's it. Boy, oh boy. Okay, so uh, betting on a presidential election is illegal in the United States of America. Did you know that? But in Panama and England, it is not. So in Panama, there's an outfit called Bet Online. And in England, there's an outfit called Bet Fred. Both are now taking bets on the 2024 presidential election in America. Bet online in Panama has Donald Trump winning 11 to 4, Biden 13 to 4, Harris 5 to 1, DeSantis 10 to 1. Bet Fred in England has Trump winning 4 to 1, Biden 9 to 2. So if you bet now, you can get those odds. It, they're going to change, obviously, because things are going to change. Um, in a morning consult poll just out, they asked Republicans only if the 2024 Republican presidential primary were held today, for whom would you vote? Very grammatically correct. For whom would you vote? Trump, 47%. Pence, 13, DeSantis, 12. Okay, so uh, Donald Trump should be in a good mood when I go down to see him tomorrow in Palm Beach. That poll, 47% Republicans vote for him in a primary. Um, I'm not surprised. I mean, I think Donald Trump's going to have to make some hard decisions And that's what we're going to talk about in my interview with him, which will run Monday on BillOReilly.com, on The First, on WABC Radio, on all of our affiliates across the world. We're worldwide now. Um, That Trump interview will be Monday. I'll put a few clips up over the weekend on BillOReilly.com so you get a flavor of it. But this interview, the entire interview, is about Donald Trump's political future. This is way different than the Trump-O'Reilly history tour coming up in December, which is just about what Trump did in his four years in office. And I talked to Sean Hannity about that today on a radio program. We got into it pretty heavy. Um, And and that's posted on BillOReilly.com if you want to hear that conversation. And I told... uh, Sean, that this would be the apex of my journalism career if I can make it happen the way I want it to happen. If I can get President Trump focused on what he did and how he did it. That'll be the best thing, because this is hard. And if you come to see us, 
in Lauderdale, Orlando, Houston, or Dallas, you're going to see something you've never seen before. So the, it's drama. And each show will be different. So anyway, if you want to hear the conversation with Sean Hannity, BillOReilly.com. This day in history, October 13, 1999, a grand jury dismissed the John Benet Ramsey murder case. So I was in Denver at the time this happened. This is six-year-old John Benet. All right, 22 years ago, the grand jury said, we don't know, can't find out who killed this little girl in her own home in Boulder, Colorado. Okay, they have never solved the case. Now, the girl's mother is dead. Father's still alive, brother's still alive. But they still don't know who did the most bizarre thing I have ever seen in criminal justice. Girl was discovered dead in her own home. They can't find out who did it. 22 years ago today, 1999, October 13th, Colorado Grand Jury gave up. Okay, Uh, I got good mail segment for you. I got a final thought on work, and we'll be right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, let's get to the mail. Michael, with only half the country leaning Democrat and less than that being liberals, just a percentage of those far left. It's mind-boggling how our country has flipped the entire script. How did it happen, Bill? The media. Media has flipped the script. If the media wasn't enabling these people, these far-left loons, it wouldn't happen. Lorraine Concierge, remember, Lorraine has direct access to me. Warner Media will keep CNN afloat for the next few years while they continue the endless hate Trump bashing. Um, Biden is not going to do well, and come election time, when Donald Trump runs again, CNN will come up in the ratings. That is all true. Trump runs again, the news ratings will come up. Lee, do you think it's time that all of the excesses of the Biden administration 
will cause the pendulum to swing back to conservatism somewhat. And we will know next year. We'll know in 13 months on the midterm elections because I, people got to be getting fed up with this far left lunacy. They have to. It's crazy. Alice, thanks for warning us about the shortages of Christmas bill. Tomorrow we're going to stock up on some items. Horrible what's going on. You bet. It is horrible. Danny DeWolf, Shelby Township, Michigan. Um, I watch uh, the Nosebin News every day. Why not use the National Guard to unload the ships? Because it's private business. National Guard isn't called in unless there's a disaster of some, you know, really epic proportion. They don't call in National Guard on public, on private business. Tim Baltz, Loveland, Ohio. John Gruden is the latest victim of cancel culture. He apologized for his actions. We used to be a nation of second chances. No longer. Walt Tester, Unico, Tennessee. Bill just wanted to pass along the fun I'm having with the bumper stickers. Let's see them. Uh, I have the honor to drive through a college campus to and from work. The bumper sticker is a hit as people are taking pictures of it. (laughs) You don't have to. We got them. Go to BillOReilly.com. Get the stickers. That's pretty funny. Uh, Once again, we'll have a uh, special on Joe Biden on October 21st, just for premium and concierge members. And um, get your tickets on BillOReilly.com for the Trump O'Reilly History Tour. When writing to us, no Palter, P-A-L-T-E-R. Back with the final thought in a moment. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, here's the final thought of the day. I, I ask myself this a lot. Why am I still working so hard and so much? I should be down in the villages riding around a little golf cart. You know, little putter. Why am I doing this? I, I mean, tomorrow I have to go to Florida. All right, Friday I have to tape the Biden special. Uh, it's like, ah, but I like my work. And I think I'm contributing to the welfare of the nation by doing it. I could be delusional. I could be. I don't have to work. There's no economic necessity for me, thank God. I worked hard my whole life, as you know, if you read a bold, fresh piece of humanity, my bio, I mean, I started at 10. But work is good for the soul. I, these slackers who are just trying to, you know, take money from the government and, and ah, I don't have any respect for them. I have no respect for them. Hard work, honest work, contributing to the country, to your family. That's the essence of life. 
So anyway, I don't know how much longer I'm going to do this. Um, it is a pain in the butt to <laughs> do it. I keep thinking of the villages and, you know, we're zipping around, jiving in a pool, a little snorkel, you know. Good, hard work can make you an excellent person. See you tomorrow.